I'm Ed Pierce. I don't know anything about sports, but my two co-hosts love them. And every week they try to convince, well, about every week, they try to convince me to care about sports just a little bit. From Epic Deer Studios, this is Two on One. And here are my sports-loving co-hosts. First up out of the gate, Mike Coulter. Hey, Mike. Hello, Ed. Hello. Hello. How are you today, sir? I'm good, thank you. Good. And returning veteran. Once again. <laughs> Kathleen yeah. Quinn. Hey, Hello. Ed. How you doing? Not bad. Not, Not bad. I was, I was kind of expecting some kind of intro music, like Quinn had her own intro music or something. I know. I'll put I'll put all that in later. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's a post thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined the illusion of radio for everyone. Or podcasting for everyone. Didn't I? Once again. Once again, yes. I've, again. Once again, I've earned a good time for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys, uh, I, 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 you guys know the setup of the show, right? You, you guys like sports. <laughs> I don't care I much about it, so, so try to convince me to like sports. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sort of remember when we started this, but I've, I've, you know, it's been a long time since you called me, Ed, not to put you on the spot. Right. Well, I think one of the Bushes was still president <laughs> last time we did the show. I think. And <laughs> well, probably the next time a different Bush will be president. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh. That's right. So, uh, uh, Mike, since Keep you have going. no We're experience, <laughs> since you have no experience to do the show, do you want to go first? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, don't give me. Any, I, don't, I don't need any sort of background or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. Make make me care about sports. <laughs> my, my top note just says podcast, and then there's a, a dash, and it says I hate Ed Pierce. <laughs> so look, those are my notes right now. Just so you know, that's a good start. <laughs> No, but we're, we're going to talk. I want to talk about which I'm sure Kathleen would like to talk about as well. Absolutely. But, dude, all of a sudden, college football is like the funnest thing in the world. Is it? To, to, <laughs> to Kathleen and I, it is, Ed. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, man, so as you may or may not be aware, Ed, this yes. is the first year we've, we have a national championship for college football. Yes. I was aware of that. Yeah, so, you know, they used to kind of award it based on AP, UPI polls, coaches polls, that sort of thing. But this year, there's actually four teams, final four teams, you know, play each other. And then next Monday night, uh, January 12th at 730 Central, is the championship game. And you're going to have the Ohio State University. (laughs) Right. I I knew Quinn would jump on me if I didn't say that properly. (laughs) Against the Oregon and their, their... they're yeah. the ducks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I yes. almost wanted to say they're the, the Nike ducks, but I, I, I won't. You, you know, well, and you know, that's kind of, I mean, Oregon, it, people get, Oregon got good sort of, I think, because people love, like, Nike gives them all these new uniforms all the time, so they always, like, look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they've mm-hmm. got an insane number of, like, it's almost like wardrobe. Yeah, it is. You know, different helmets, different, um, Jerseys, different um, uh, cleats and pants, and the combinations are sort of endless because um, they're so well-funded because Phil Knight, who founded Nike, went to Oregon. He was on the sideline the other night. Yeah. You, you know what's interesting, Ed? You might find this interesting. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did, you, did you see the Illinois, the special Illinois uniforms this year for the one game? Um, uh, no, I didn't. 
they were they were the Red Grange, you know, the Galloping Ghost uniforms. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a gray and a, a dark kind of a eh, kind of a navy blue, really. I don't know colors. <laughs> were but, they were they wearing the were they? Wearing... <laughs> I don't know what colors are. But it, <laughs> were they it wearing like the, a gray and navy blue to me? Were they wearing the soft helmets? You know, just the leather. Yeah, no, yeah, they were totally going face masks too. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I missed that game. But no, but you know, like they, it was a one game special anniversary thing. And uh, man, they put those uniforms on, and everybody's like, Jesus, that's like so much better than anything we've ever worn here. Like they just looked really cool, and they weren't orange. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Yes. Now, when they do something like that, when they do a, a special one off costume, do they just burn those outfits then after the game or you know what? Yeah, I don't really know. I mean maybe it's a maybe it's a once a year thing. I don't like you know when I played football in high school you got handed down uniforms. I'm fairly sure that that's not how it goes in college, you know? Yeah. Like a freshman doesn't get the throwdowns from a senior, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know what they do with those. But I it was amazing in Champaign how many people preferred those particular uniforms. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, have, have three, you know, home mm-hmm. away and then just, hey, I'm feeling kind of weird today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like red. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, to put, dress based on mood. Why not? Yeah. Now, I, I've got a question for you about, about, uh, well, you've brought up a lot of interesting topics there, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of all over the place there. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if I should ask you about Oregon specifically or about the playoff system. What what what, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, here's here's what I will, here's what I will say, which I find is interesting. So they obviously they still had to pick the final four teams. You know, like that was not based on any sort of. I suppose it was sort of a scientific thing, but the you know, it was like they had to pick four teams. So two teams, Baylor and uh, TCU. People think, well, maybe they got the shaft a little bit because. They were the two teams that were kind of on the bubble. And many people think Ohio State got in kind of ahead of them. And mm-hmm. people weren't too happy about that. But then after that that amazing Ohio State-Alabama uh, game, I mean, I, I don't see how you could possibly say Ohio State didn't belong there, you know? I'm totally with you. I mean, God, what, and you know, and here's something that's probably not interesting to Ed either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But keep going, culture. I'm, right. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. You're, you're batting a, a yeah. thousand. Right. But, but, so, so, but anyway, for this game, Ohio State, it was their third-string quarterback. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, two, guy, two, guy, two great quarterbacks had went down before him and couldn't play the rest of the season. One so guy the, in preseason. I yeah. Mean, in, like, I mean, in Braxton Miller, who has who's been the two-time Big Ten player of the year, he came back for his senior year. He never made it on the field for one game this season. He hurt his shoulder and he was done. And then he was the same. The same guy was what Barrett? Or, yeah. 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 And he and he was great, man. He, he was, was kinda, in the running for the Heisman. That's what I was going to say. He was probably a, a possible Heisman candidate. Yep. And then, uh, but man, the new guy's like six five. He's he's really big and just he can really throw the ball and he can run pretty well too. Yep. Is is the pro- why why um, uh, doesn't Ohio State have any kind of offensive uh, blockers or anything? Why were the quarterbacks getting hurt all the time this season? You know, they're just the quarterbacks aren't you know really known for being durable, Ed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I yeah, that's I mean, that's probably a fair question. I don't know, stuff happens. I mean, right. I, yeah, but yeah, but no, I mean, actually, their their line is actually pretty good. I mean, they're yeah. They, they run the ball up, you know. I mean, they're 
they are really they really surprised me in that game. Because, I they shot they, I I was shocked the way they took down Alabama. I, I mean, it really I was, was just unbelievable. I felt like the game was getting away from him like four or five times, and then mm-hmm. you know they scored right before half, and then. You know, they, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty amazing game. Now is so they went from for, so the playoffs used to be it was just it was just the coaches poll or whatever, right? It was originally is that? Yeah, how it was? I think they kind of combined. It. Like, I mean, there were there were many years when there would be two undefeated teams. So yeah, AP would give them one one national title, and the UPI would give the other team the national title. And then wasn't there some kind of computerized? Were they yeah the, B- super, okay. the BCS yeah. Right. And and now it's not even like how do they come up with these four? Is it back to just asking people or is it like the people's choice awards? How do they how do they I do think it? it's more like the NCAA and this may not be right, but I think it's more like it's similar to like the final four or the basketball NCAA tournament where there's a committee that picks the right. four teams. Right. And you know, they look at a lot of things. They're looking at strength of schedule, right? They're looking at um head to head meetings. Uh so you know, let's say if Alabama and Ohio State had played earlier in the season, who won that game would have come into would have come into play. So they're they're trying to they're trying to look at the big picture. Is this is this the committee? I think I've heard something about this. Is this the committee that Condoleezza Rice is on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, only because Jenna Reno was unavailable. <laughs> Right then, uh, uh, and do you have a prediction then, uh, Coulter? You know what? I mean, I mean, my, I really thought Alabama would beat Ohio State, and common sense tells me that Oregon is probably a little bit better of a team. But boy, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Oregon's obviously favored. I don't know. I'm not sure where it's at now, but it was like six and a half points or something. But yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and just say Ohio State because that's kind of who I want to win. Even though I was rooting for the Ducks all year, so it's tough. Really? You so you're you're switching sides. Well, I don't know. Oregon, Oregon just yeah. It's it seemed like a too easy a team to like to me. Ah, uh, okay, interesting. So, but and then I just you know I just jumped on the Ohio State bandwagon because <laughs> Illinois doesn't have a bandwagon. <laughs> Is let me ask you about Oregon, okay? Since yes. you, since you mentioned that team. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Are they you know because Phil Knight is able to pump so much money into the program and they ha- and they have the new big facility for the athletes and and they have the uniforms you know every game are they becoming are they becoming hated are they are they like the Yankees of college football now I don't think yet I think that you know if they win a national championship they may be but but you know they they're, they're kind of out of the way geographically you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like they're not in a conversation like Alabama would be or even Florida State, you know, like you listen to ESPN or talk radio. I mean, Oregon gets overlooked on a pretty regular basis to me for a team as good as they are. All right, <laughs> good, jo- good job, good, uh, good uh, inaugural uh, session there, Mike. Hey, thanks, thank you, thank you very much. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back, and then we'll uh, check in with Kathleen Quinn here on Two on One. Hey, sports 
fans, I suppose? If you like this show, you might like the other shows that Epic Deer Studios produces. First of all, there's the Ice Queens. That's the one where Liz and Tori take an irreverent look at the sport of figure skating. Then there's Ed Calls His Friends. That's the one where I call my friends. You can check them out at epicdeer.com and on iTunes. So please give them a listen. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back. Kathleen Quinn, Mike told us about the uh, the playoff, the uh, NCAA college football playoff system. <laughs> what, what, what do you have to make me care about sports? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to talk about the NCAA playoff system for college uh, football. In all fairness, it is two on one, so we're just going to. Yeah, exactly. Just, we're just, just going to. We're just pounding you, Ed, with. Uh, with <laughs> is the deal that this time of year in January there are there are no other sports going on? Is that what the problem is? No, it's no. There there are other things going on, and like this is like this is the first time that you've been able you know people have been able to say oh okay there really is a college champion i mean even with the bcs there was it was um a lot of people felt like it was a flawed system even and though it, even though computers were used yes even though computers were used <laughs> okay <laughs> yes, they'd set up a series of tubes right right well okay kathleen can i ask you a quick question do it. Okay, just just your own just vibe on the street. But don't you feel like people are really excited about college football more so than they have been in years past? Absolutely, especially with the way these games turned out. I mean, the, the underdogs both won. Oregon put a beatdown on Florida State that was <laughs> absolutely, it was stunning. It was stunning to see them just like dismantle Florida State. And the way that Florida State just like could not, not only couldn't respond, you know, in terms of points, in terms of scoring, but at one point, you know, the Kurt Herbstreit, who's a, you know, he played football for Ohio State. I, I think he's a pretty good uh, commentator. He's like, these guys have quit. They, like, they're not even trying anymore. That's how physical and how well executed Oregon was. It, it was it was just they manhandled them. I heard uh, that the Florida State players were so tired by the end of the game they didn't even have the energy to shake the hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oregon it was fatigue. Players. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the same thing happen with Alabama. The you know a bunch of a bunch of the players uh, didn't didn't stick around to shake hands with Ohio State. Well, that's that's what sportsmanship's all about, really, isn't right. it? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not so it's not so pretty sometimes. Um, you know, in in the Ohio State game, I actually I don't know why I did it, but I, I opened up Twitter and was kind of watching the game and uh, uh, making comments, and it's it, you know, it's a different way to sort of follow the game. And uh, there was a point in the first half that you know. Me and the rest of the Twitterverse kind of agreed that if Ohio State did not score, the game was essentially, you know, they would be on their heels and they'd have very little chance of coming back. And it was amazing that they not only scored, but they had deferred the kickoff. So when they, on the initial coin toss, they decided we're going to kick to Alabama. So they scored right before halftime and then they came out and got the ball back. And after that, it, it was just, they were somewhat 
unstoppable. And that's when Card, um, Cardell Jones, the third string quarterback, who's a freshman, it's like all of a sudden he started to really see the field. He wasn't throwing much in the first half. I, I don't really understand why, but but he wasn't. Um, but all of a sudden he completed like five of his next seven passes and they were off to the races. Yeah, it didn't seem like, I don't know, it just seemed like he calmed down in the second half for sure. He's got a crazy good arm. Jeez Louise. He does. He does. And the, and the fact that he's 6'5", he truly sees the field differently than a lot of players. Than like say you out there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see anything except this guy's butt. How am I supposed to throw it downfield? Just take a, take a chance. I'm not. I'm not putting my hands there. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, so the Ohio State guy, uh, whatever yeah. he said his name was. <laughs> um, he's the he's a third string quarterback and he's a freshman. And it's the second game that he's played. Second for what? Ohio State. It's the second time he's played for Ohio State. His second game that he started. And he's starting against the number one team in the country. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's kind of a reason you can see where he maybe get a slow start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're looking at uh, culture will appreciate this. You know, it's Keith Hello. Jackson. What's going on? Hello? 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 What's going yeah. on? I- I don't, I don't know. I kind of I kind of drifted off there for a second. I don't know what was going on. Right, well, like it sounded like someone, like an old man, took a microphone. I was like, run, run, run. yeah, yeah. I don't know what was. I was just kind of looking around, touching things to see what happened. Oh, Not no. like that. Okay, just I think we can stop there and just say stop it. Uh, yeah. Culture will appreciate this. It's sort of like uh, yeah, my audience. Keith uh, Keith Jackson. You know, there's sort of this old. Um, this old riff on him. It's like, oh, there's nothing like a football game on a Saturday afternoon with the big hosses of Alabama. Well, yeah. this kid, Cardell Jones, was looking at the big hosses from Alabama and being like, holy <laughs> crap. Keith was right. Wow. I've heard about these guys. So let me ask you about this quarterback situation then. The sitch? So you've got you've got the uh, first-string quarterback who's out uh, preseason or whatever. He's He's gone. And... And he was a senior, is that right? Yeah. And then you have your second string. What what yep. year? What year is he? Um, I want to say like he's a red shirt uh, freshman. Does that sound right, Coulter? I think that's right. Or sophomore, but I think he's. I think, I think he's a. He's, he's technically a sophomore, but yeah, he's technically a freshman. But right. Yeah. So those two are going to be kind of fighting it out then, uh, next year probably. I think it's going to be hugely, hugely interesting because uh, apparently Braxton has said that he wants to, that he's coming back for his senior year. And, uh, you know, if you're um, uh, Urban Meyer, it's sort of like, well, okay, but <laughs> you, you, let's say they win the national championship, yeah. um, you, you know, next week. It's like, well, holy crap, what do you, who do you go with? Hey, Braxton, how do you feel about tight end? <laughs> yeah, well, and, I mean, running back. How do you yeah, feel that's about a, that's a legitimate concern because I mean, I could see one of those three guys going somewhere else. You know, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, these these guys are all like amazing, the amazing quarterbacks. Well, so the the first string guy, who's that? The guy who got Braxton hurt, Braxton Miller. That's Braxton Miller. He was out all season. Oh, so this this is not his se- senior year. He's got another year left. It, it would have been his senior year. Oh, but yeah. oh, okay, but he gets to. He gets to come 
Matt, yeah. see, how does that work? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he has eligibility still left. Yeah. He, yeah. Because he, he didn't play. You have to play so, there's so much time you have to, so many minutes or quarters that you have to log in a, in a game for the eligibility to kick. Uh, yeah, just so. so you know, Ed, I still have all four years of my eligibility. <laughs> so. Actually, I want to start playing in my 50s. So I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say all, all three of us yes. have all four years of eligibility. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to just throw it away in my 20s. I was going to save it up for right. You know, right. I'm I'm a little disappointed that my um, I haven't gotten that many letters. No, I haven't any letters. I take the mailbox every day. So. Every day. <laughs> Every day. I know hey, one do- no I one's offering me though. a Red Grange uh, I did want to ask you, though. So, I mean, this, this is sort of an interesting little power shift in college football, too, what took place, the two championship games. Because yeah. the SEC's not in here. Yeah, you know, how about that? that? The power conference. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I really felt like the Big Ten was really starting to slip away and yep, kind of not, not big significant nationally. But then, you know, they signed Jim Harbaugh this week. Michigan did to, like, an insane contract. Insane amount of money. And, you know, so that, that you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, it makes it tougher to win the national championship, but it makes the conference a lot better getting them it in does. there. It makes so, it, I think it makes it much more competitive. Yeah, I really feel like the the whole Big Ten narrative has changed like almost in a week. You know, Jim Harbaugh is a didn't he's a quarterback, isn't he? Didn't he? Wasn't he a quarterback? He's a, yes. He was. Yes, he was at Michigan. Yeah. Oh, and he's going home, and then he coached the uh, coach Stanford, the Forty ers and he was yeah. actually a pro coach. He so he's going from being a pro coach to a college coach now. Yeah, oh, I, th- I thought he was a pro quarterback. I must be thinking of no. He was a pro quarterback. He was. He actually okay. played. He played in Indianapolis for the Colts, and he played for uh, the Bears. Yeah, he played for the Bears. That's, right. that's oh, see, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Re- a real fiery guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of I wanted the Bears to look at him as uh, as a head coach. I just think the the process of uh, you know him going back to Michigan was just too far too far gone for you know then to make a serious play for him. Well, and I feel like he may be a college coach. You know what I mean? I mean, like, he's pretty intense, and I think he really. You know, playing for him like the Niners did not do well this year, but I think if you know you've got him for four years and then you're done with him, I think you can probably handle him in smaller doses, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're a pro and you're like, "Man, I got twelve more years of this guy screaming at me," no thanks. You know? <laughs> well, you know, there there have there have been coaches who have you know gone from the pros back to college and then you know sort of done the reverse commute again. I mean, Pete well, Carroll did it. Nick Saban. Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, um, uh, Jim, Jim Mora has not come back to the pros. You know, he's been at UCLA. Yeah. I think he's brought that program back, which is I think is really good. You know, for that for that school, and it's good yeah. for the rivalry with USC. It was getting it was getting kind of I mean, boring is not the right word, but man, it, it it just seemed like all the southern schools were getting all the great players for for yep. quite a while now. Yep, and and now. You know, now there's a little more. I don't know. I, maybe it's parody. Maybe that's kind of coming yeah. into. Play. Um, but there's one more thing I want to say, Ed. That there was a the hero for Alabama. You know, even though they lost the game, was a freshman. You're not going to believe this punter. <laughs> okay. This 
This he was, kid, he was amazing. He was amazing. He's he's a true freshman. I think his um his name is Justin Scott. Um, he absolutely kept them in the game because he routinely was punting the ball 50, 55, 60. He had one punt that went, now it did roll a little bit, but it went like 70 yards. So he was pinning Ohio State back deep in their own territory. I mean, the only the only way he could have pinned them closer is if he put it like in the stands, like in the third row. <laughs> yeah, he may be the first punter to come out of college early to go to the pros at this point. He, he was he was amazing, and um, a lot of people have been like, you know, if there was an MVP for Alabama, it was that kid. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and you know, Alabama has you know probably the best wide receiver in all of college right now, uh, Amari Toomer, and he was not the no. MVP. This this punter was. Well, let me. I'm I'm going to do one of those things where you take two two players from different eras. And I'm going to ask you to tell me, you know, who's better, all right? Okay, okay just so you know, you, you, you make it sound like you've done this thing before, yeah. <laughs> which you have not. Wait, are these going to be players or players? Like, <laughs> So, it's this punter, he... this, this punting kid, all right? Yes, uh, okay. Uh, As he will now be called forever. Punting kid. You, you get a real yeah. knack for giving people nicknames, dude. It's <laughs> awesome. Let's call him the punting kid. Fantastic. Someone I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a player from my childhood. How would he go head to head against uh, Gus the Mule? Oh Gus yeah, yeah, the fictional character. Yes. Case no one knew that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. From from the movie of the same name, I believe, Gus. I believe, oh, I believe he, was, he was more of a field goal kicker, kicking oh, donkey. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, we're talking very, I won't even say nuances, Ed. I'm just going to call you out and say I think we're talking about completely different positions. In all fairness, I'm not going to say Gus did not punt in the movie. I, just, I remember it being basically a field goal thing. Because, like, the, now, hold the on a second. Is, Are there, is the, the field is 100 yards, and he could kick the ball like 300 yards, so why would he punt? <laughs> he's, he's virtually in field goal range whenever he comes, whenever his team gets the ball Gus is in field goal range there's just no reason for a punt so obviously so, technically he is a more he's a much more better player yes hands down Gus was better much more better I'm, I'm totally much oh, I'm, more better hey, this, dear English teachers please do not listen to this podcast please a much, don't listen well you know we're talking about, about a fictional character versus the punting kid. So sure, I think grammar's kind of takes a sideline to the absurdity of everything else. I feel like Kirk Russell is going to step out here and like yeah. the like the computer wore tennis shoes. Right. Like there's going to be a mashup of like Disney movies here. Yeah. Let me ask you, Ed, Kurt Russell or Bob Crane? <laughs> well, I think I think you have to go with Kurt Russell on that one. Because uh, I'm, I'm a big Bob Crane fan on several different levels. Sure. <laughs> I'm going uh, Russell. <laughs> I'm going Russell just to get away from the culture. <laughs> I can't blame you. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, <laughs> well, oh all right, uh, anything else, Kathleen? <laughs> um, <laughs> There's that about it. I, 
you know, I, I, I think we've covered some, some serious ground here. <laughs> All right. Well, usually at this point in the show, I award uh, which one of you actually <laughs> actually made me care about sports, if either. I can't really award it this week since the two of you talked about the exact same thing. Yes. So I guess we'll have to call it a tie. Although, in all fairness, neither one of you made me care at all. <laughs> well, it, see, we, 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 it's kind of like that Star Trek episode where he knew Kirk knew he couldn't like beat the simulation, <laughs> so he went in and changed the simulation. This, this is the Kobayashi Maru episode of the exactly, show. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. See, see now, now you're starting to get me interested. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, I, I, I fell asleep and I woke up about hearing about Star Trek, and all I could think about was George Takai. Hey, I was just, I was just making a last ditch effort to win there by throwing in a Star Trek reference. <laughs> So not fair. So not fair. And your wife went to Oregon. Yes. And the Oregon Ducks are playing in the national championship game, by the way, on my birthday. And that you should care about. Right there alone. Yeah. Just, I, uh, not. But, yeah, and also the game starts at, the game starts at 8 o'clock, so. I, you know, it's going to be really hard for me to stay up that late. It'll be over with like midnight. <laughs> That's what I exactly. Where where are they playing? Do they know where they're playing the game yet? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas. And no, so Ed. No, Ed. It's, it's a national broadcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just drive it around until they find an open field somewhere. <laughs> well, I thought That's where someone, it'll be. someone told yeah. me they weren't choosing the venue until the very end for some reason. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a there's a field somewhere, but they're not going to yeah. tell anybody where it is. Yeah, they don't want a lot of people watching. They get really nervous when people watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, keep it under your hat that there's going to be a national championship game that we're trying to make money on, so be cool. Ethics Day on the National Day Championship A. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, if we're not careful, we may make billions of dollars on this <laughs> Play it close to the vest, fellas. Oh, yeah. Once this gets out, people will be interested. I thought it was like I thought it was like one of those like where you read a book and it you, you get a clue and then you gotta go find the thing and yeah. Like yeah. We're gonna start sending you the clues. <laughs> <laughs> to find to find the national championship game. Yeah. I think oh. that sounds like a great promotional <laughs> idea to me. I actually don't even I don't even know where I'd start with you, Ed. <laughs> I mean I might even buy the board game clue for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well thanks. Hey, yeah, thanks. This has been the I'm glad we could wreck your show format for you. <laughs> no problem. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Michael. Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks uh, to all of you who are listening. <laughs> uh, if you have any comments about today's show, uh, here's how you can reach us. You can email us at twoonone at epicdeer.com. Uh, you can also leave a comment on the website, which is epicdeer.com slash twoonone. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Kathleen, you mentioned your Twitter. Do you want people to follow you? Sure. <laughs> what, what's your Twitter name? It's uh, Winding Road Prod. Okay, just like your name. Just like <laughs> my company name. <laughs> it's not my name. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mike, how are you? Good, Winding Road Prod. How are you? <laughs> Coulter, are you on? Are you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, actually, mine's, mine's, mine's not <laughs> quite as easy. It's this, this, and then Sporting Life because I just typed it. So there's only one S. It should be this Sporting Life. But it's actually take one of the S's out from this and sporting, so it's just one S in there. 
Okay, I am utterly <laughs> what? confused. What? Just type in, just type in Michael, and it'll probably pop up. Okay. <laughs> Did you say this sporting life? Yeah, is it this? This. It's this sporting life, except that when I put it all in one word, I only put one S in. Okay. Instead of the two S's, and then it's virtually impossible to change anything on Twitter. <laughs> so That's it's true. it's T H I sporting life. T H I. S T O R T I N G life. Yes. Yes, that, that's correct. It's just, okay. Yeah. This pouring life. Yes. I thought you really? said. I thought you said pouring life, and I was like, well, yeah. Oh, that I mean, makes you know, sense. Yeah. Esquire. Actually, that is the that is a much better name. So the show is on Twitter as well. I think we're it's two on one. I believe there might be dashes in there or something. And we're on Facebook. You can follow us. You can like us there. Uh, and please give us a, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes and give us a six five six stars, however many it takes. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, the show is a production of Epic Deer Studios. I think that's about it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Kathleen. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. And we'll uh, talk to you next time. Bye. If there is a next time. Yeah.